This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Lots to do on this chilly edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Of course, we reviewed the Knicks. We'll see what's going on in the NBA. We might talk a little football this evening. And we hope to talk to you at 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, formerly Twitter, at Gordon Damer, at ESPN New York 98 underscore 7 FM, at Hardesty ESPN. Harvey, Joe, along for the ride until midnight on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, how are we feeling tonight, my friend? Uh, still a little chilly. Uh, by the way, uh, the students at high schools Southampton and Riverhead said hello. Oh, very nice. Tell them I said hello back. I did. Right. And uh, I saw them early this morning, Gordon, which means the temperature was about 16 when I left my house this morning. Well, I had to uh, – today was recycling day, so I had to run the tub out to the recyc- to the corner to make sure that the recycling got picked up. Mm-hmm. That was a fa- that was about as fast as I run nowadays, Larry. I think I was like, if that was a f- that was, if I, this was the uh, draft combine, I would be shooting up the draft boards. I was running fast, my friend. Wow, that so you'd be rolling in the underwear Olympics right Woo, now. Woo, boy! If I were in underwear, I would have been even going even faster. <laughs> I am taking a page. The recycling folks. By the way, we have the same recycling day. Oh, okay. It's today, mm-hmm. so. As the timing would have it, Gordon, I ended up walking out as they were coming up. Look at you. So I handed them the basket. How often do they get that? Not very often. Never. Never. <laughs> That's when they get that. Right. Never. So they, they gave me a smile and a thank you. There you I go. I said, I'm Look just trying that. to do. I said, Everybody I'm, loves Larry Hardesty. No, Everybody no, 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 loves. No. Forget about everyone loves Raymond. Everyone loves Larry. I told them, I'm just trying to live up to my partner, Gordon Damer, who's recycling people throw a parade every time he oh, comes they, out. They, they, because they, it's oh, my so God, neat. look at how it's like origami, the way he's able to get all those cardboard boxes into the big cardboard box. He's incredible, this guy. Uh, isn't it nice to be appreciated at home? Somewhere. Because <laughs> God knows, Larry, I'm the only one breaking up those boxes. Nobody else even knows cardboard boxes can be broken down in this house. That's amazing. They just throw them in the garage, and it's like a fairy comes in and just breaks them down. Look at that. No, it's not that. They no. know that you, you've you got it. So they don't have the to system do it. down, yep. Yeah, they know. Yeah. Gordon, Gordon likes to do that. Oh, and he, and I love listen, it. Love it, yeah. And he does such a great job. I do, I do an excellent job. If there, were, so. if, if there were Olympics for breaking down cardboard and putting it into a bigger cardboard <laughs> box, Larry, I would be like Michael Phelps. <laughs> seven gold seven go, seven go medals. I'd be Eric Spitz. Eric Spitz? No. My, what was the Spitz? Who was the Spitz? Not Eric yeah, Spitz. Eric, um, was it Eric? No. Yeah, Eric, it was Spitz. Eric Spitz. Yeah. Eric Spitz. I think it was Eric. I think it was Eric. I'm not sure. Was it one of the Spitzes? Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Michael Spinks, Michael Spitz. I can't think yeah, of it straight. I know. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You know what? Let's talk about the top stories we're going to chat about. Mark Spitz. Tonight. Eric Spitz Mark. is the guy in the radio business. Yeah, no, We're yeah, thinking yeah, about Mark. Mark Spitz. Yeah. That's his And all my Spitz cousins. mixed up. Well, listen, you know, you made the adjustment. That's a good I thing. I did. I figured you it made out. made the adjustment. Here's Slowly the top stories. Sure. It's because of the cold about. weather. I'm still moving <laughs> listen, a little slow. Sorry. Go ahead, Larry. I keep chilly, interrupting uh, you. Please. The brain is chilly. The brain is chilly. There's no question about it. 
And the Knicks were a little chilly in the first half, Gordon. They but Julius Randle scored 31. Jalen Brunson added 30 in his return from a two-game absence. Knicks beat Houston 109-94. OG Ananobi, 15 points. Who got the victory on Coach Tom Thibodeau's 66th birthday? Now the halfway point of their schedule, they are 24-17. and 17. Josh Hart he had a really good game, Gordon. 10 points, 13 rebounds. And uh, Fred Van Fleet, 24 points and 12 assists for the Rockettes. Yeah, that first half, it felt Not like, good. oh, boy. This was the game you go into, think, all right, we're going to get a win here, get back on track. And then they were, every time they started to pull away a little bit, mm-hmm. here come here back came the Rockets. But uh, look, that third quarter, they had that 20 to 9 run or whatever it was in the second half. And the Knicks work best now. The way they are drawn up, they expect big numbers from Randall and Brunson. Yep. And tonight they got big numbers from Randall and Brunson. And that's the formula to win games. So we'll talk about them in a couple of minutes with you on the phones at 1-800-919-3776. Nets are in Portland. They are tied at 30. A little over nine minutes to go before halftime. Uh, sad news in the NBA, Gordon Deja Milanovic. Golden State Warriors assistant coach and mentor of the two-time NBA MVP Nikola Jokic. Former star player in his native Serbia died earlier today in Utah after suffering a heart attack. He was part of the staff to help the Warriors win the 2022 NBA championship. He was 46. Warriors were scheduled to play Utah tonight. That game was postponed. Yeah, very sad news. Such a young age. It's 46. 46, Gordon. That's scary. That's scary. Hearts and prayers go out to his family. Absolutely. Trade news. Indiana Pacers have acquired all-star forward Pascal Siakam as they continue to tear that team apart up in Toronto. They send Bruce Brown, Jordan Aura, and three first-round picks to the Toronto Raptors as part of a separate trade. Pelicans send Kara Lewis Jr. and a 2024 second-round pick to the Pacers. Pacers then ship Lewis to the Raptors, according to Woj. So, Gordon, uh, Indiana decided... We need to have somebody play defense, like maybe one person. Mm-hmm. So let's go get Pascal Siakam, and I hope they can sign him. His contract is, you know, it's weird. Well, he's going to be a free agent, so basically they traded all of that to get a guy who is uh, is looking at a, a max deal of five years, 247, and you'd have to assume if they gave up all of that, they're going to pay him five years and $247 million for a guy in his early 30s. Yeah. That's a lot to give up. It's a lot. It, it it's it's a now look a running mate for Halliburton and you're right about defense and all those type of things in the now it's good but it could get a little it could go a little sideways quickly it sure could it sure could and you know listen it's going to take him some time to get together but he is he's a very good player but you know Gordon he has a lot of he logged a lot of minutes during that championship mm-hmm. year a couple of years ago with Kawhi Leonard and everything so we'll see what he's got left turning to football. How about them Cowboys? Gordon, no head coaching change in Big D. Mike McCarthy will return for the 2024 season, according to Shefty. He has one more year left on his contract, 42-25 and in four regular seasons with the boys, including three straight 12-win campaigns and NFC East titles in 2021 and this season, but just one playoff victory with Dallas. Well, we saw how the Cowboys responded to playing with pressure this past week. Yes. Not well. No. And now, because of this decision, and I get it, right? You, you, you won 12 games the last three years. You could do a whole lot worse than that. But unfortunately, now what they've done between the loss, the speculation surrounding the coach and the decision to bring the coach back, he's going to be the guy in the hot seat going into the season. We're all going to 
when is Mike McCarthy getting fired? When is Mike McCarthy getting fired? And, and heaven forbid, if they ever started out 0-1, 0-2, 1-3, a slow start to the season, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not a good situation to put your team in. It's not a good position to, to put the coach in. And I think next year is the final year of his contract. That is correct. So now you're also putting him in a spot where he's a lame duck. Well, he can't give him a contract extension, right? No, absolutely not. Uh, Gordon, no playoff wins. He's gone. Simple as that. Simple as that. I think he might be gone even before the playoffs next year. I I feel like there's going to be some fallout from this year. I know there's not. I don't believe in carryover and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, but this one stunk so bad. It's either going to be they finally break through next year and they hit the ground running right out of the gate. And uh, but I mean, how can you have any faith? They hit the ground running right out of the gate this year. That's right. No question about it. It's going to go one of two ways, and it's going to be a defining moment for that organization. Lots of stuff coming out of the city of brotherly love. Old Fletcher Cox offered a passionate defense of Nick Sirianni, Gordon. Quoting the veteran defensive tackle, what is there to talk about, man? He's a winner. He's a winning head coach. This is Fletcher Cox. Did we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who obviously has won 10-plus games two years in a row. He's taken this organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. That's respect. Well, they were ten and one. Uh, yeah, they were ten and one. Like there's something. See, the real thing is we got to get to the what happened. Yeah. Because something happened. Something happened. Something happened. You don't go from ten and one to just stumbling down the stretch and never really figuring it out. Right. Did they get old? Was there an issue in the locker room? Was it the coaching staff? Was it the, the league kind of figured them out offensively? What mm-hmm. was it? Yeah. Because it happened really. It was offense and defense. There's more defense than offense. Yeah. I mean, it was, bo- but it was it both. But it happened to everybody. Yeah. They got to figure out. Down. Before you can say, hey, let's get rid of the coach, you got to figure out what happened. And I don't, I don't get the sense that they have a real good finger on the pulse of what happened. No, they don't. They really don't. Staying in Philadelphia – Jason Kelsey, uh, hold on, hold on. I'll make the official announcement when it's time for me to tell you when I'm officially going. You know, they had to t- – his brother, you know his brother, set him up mm. on the New Heights podcast, the one they do together. Well, the Eagles Center declined to specifically address his playing future during that podcast, saying he would make an official announcement, quote, when it's time. Remember, as Shefty reported, citing league sources, Kelsey told Eagle teammates he was retiring after that wild card loss to the Buccaneers. Well, look, he's he's now in the business of media, and his announcement of his retirement is content. Yes. And he doesn't want to just give that content away. He no, wants no. to be able to monetize that content, either through his own podcast, through an interview, an exclusive interview. I don't know, but he's going to – I don't know. How, clearly, I don't know how to monetize things, but he does. That's the main – he knows how to monetize these things, and I'm sure he, he doesn't want to just throw that away with a announcement by – Reporters, he wants to be able to control the narrative. No question about it. Colts owner Jimmy Irsay was found unresponsive and struggling to breathe before being transported to a hospital by paramedics last month following a suspected overdose. This is according to a police report obtained by ESPN. He was found lying in bed, was cold to the touch when emergency personnel reached him on the morning of December 8th. Now, this is according to a report furnished by Carmel, Indiana Police. An officer wrote in that report, Irsay's pulse was weak and slow. That's a scary situation. 
Yeah, and uh, it, a lot of people are saying it was a su- suspected overdose. There's a yes. lot of reports of that out there. So uh, hopefully he gets the treatment he needs and um, is able to recover from this. The Mets announced Gordon Damon that will retire Dwight Gooden's number 16 on April 14th and Daryl Strawberry's number 18 on June 1st. Uh, to say it is long overdue would be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. The guys haven't played in 30 years. Oh, you know what? Now that I think of it, well, I, they, they are, if you're of a certain age, Met fan, those are those are iconic Met players. That's our guys. Those are our guys. Those are your guys. Yeah, I mean, those, are, those are the guys who were prime pieces of your World Series champion. They're your, your guys. You drafted them. And uh, it's good to see that they will uh, get the treatment. It's good to see your owner is someone who realizes, history. yeah, his history, the team's history, and is gonna is gonna celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. And Gordon, you could argue if not for the addictions, oh, they were absolutely. both on track for Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, absolutely, no question. Gooden especially, yeah. Gooden oh, was no question. Gooden, first ballot Hall of Famer. He would have been mm-hmm. first ballot. Not even close. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about guys in their prime that were just I were must see TV, mm-hmm. that was Dwight Gooden. He was yep. it was like he was one of those guys that when you saw him pitch when he broke in, you're like, how does anybody hit the ball? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how does anybody hit the ball? Yeah. And Straw, even though really once he got to I think it was the age of 28, 29, really didn't play a lot from that point on. He still hit 330-something home runs. I know. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a shame that things turned out the way they did, but they are iconic Met players, and mm-hmm. you're celebrating them for their Met history. So yeah. I'm glad to see they'll both get their days. And thanks to your, uh, uh, your former owner, George Steinbrenner, for bringing them back. And giving them another opportunity Mm -hmm. with the Yankees. Absolutely. You know, Darryl got some more hardware. Absolutely. Straw. That was a nice job. He was a great Yankee, man. It's a lesson I wish the Yankees would remember. Like, bats off the bench. The Yankees used to have Tim Raines coming off the bench. They used to have Darryl Strawberry, Cecil Field. These guys coming off the bench. (laughs) I know. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That that was – Jim Leyritz always said – we would, when we had the chance to come off the bench and we'd do well, we'd look at the starters like, better keep hitting. Mm-hmm. You're talking <laughs> about a hitting. team, right, right, deep teams with talent oh, up and down man. the lineup. Oh, my God. That's how you build a team, my friend. That's how you build a team. Last story, Gordon, you'll love this. Amazon. You know, your folks. I, yes. You know, I think you have stock. I love Amazon. They I love pull- Amazon and I love Costco. Those are my two. Those are like the churches I pray at. I love those two. Those two companies, they're fantastic. Well, Amazon will partner with Diamond Sports as a part of restructuring agreement as the largest owner of regional sports networks looks to emerge from bankruptcy. Now, Diamond owns 18 networks under the Bally Sports banner. Those networks have the rights to 37 professional teams. That's 11 major league teams, 15 in the NBA and 11 on the ice. Diamond Sports has been in Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings in the Southern District of Texas since it filed for protection last March. Company said in a late 2021 financial filing, it had a debt of Gordon $8.67 billion, that's with a B, billion mm-hmm. dollars. 
Now, of course, the agreements, you know, terms of agreement were announced by Diamond Sports this morning. Amazon had no comment, remains subject to approval by the bankruptcy court. Two of the, uh, two, but here's a situation where, once again, Amazon has, of course, as you know, Yankees and Nets, several games. Mm-hmm. Of course, they've got Thursday Night Football. Yeah. And now they're going to add some regional sports networks, which is something that, as as we talked about, regional sports networks, Gordon, you can't always get them. Like, there's one here, there's one on this streaming service, one on that streaming service, one on another th- streaming service. So now Diamond Sports uh, and Amazon's got a bunch more, and this is what we're talking about. Gordon, I'm now, telling what, you. What did you say the price tag was? Eight point what billion? Uh, eight, the the debt was eight point six billion. Yes. Wow. That, I believe that is also my wife's debt to Amazon. But the amount of the times that truck comes by this house, Larry, all is a lot. No, Guys, no, she's paying on a first name basis with Steve. Hey, Steve, how we doing? <laughs> There's no debt. She's paying. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're paying. Right. There's no debt. <laughs> she always tell, well, you know, a lot of the stuff I order it and I send it back. I said, you don't send everything back. You don't send everything, not everything. We need more shirts in this house. We need more shoes. It's ridiculous. The amount of shoes, Larry, we have in this house would make your head spin. Really? Oh, my. Every day the shoes showing up at the house. Shoes, more <laughs> shoes, flip-flops, these shoes, that shoes. Well, what do we need all these shoes for? <laughs> I, got, I got three pairs of sneakers. That's it. I'm good. Yep. That's all you need. That's all I need. A pair for the gym, a nice dress-up pair, and then my casual pair. Yeah. Slippers. Flip-flops, sandals, every every day. Life is good in the Gordon Damer house. That's why I'm breaking up all this cardboard, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Bring it all full circuit. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> and those are some of the stories we'll be chatting about on ESPN New York tonight. When we return, we'll see what else is going on in the Damer household, and we'll talk to you on the phones. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Drive by Brunson who hits and gets the foul call. So after all the contact that he drew during the course of the night, there's a reach-in foul with Brunson heading toward the basket, and that's what will send him to the line for the three-point play. John Giannone and Alan Hahn with the call here on 98.7 ESPN. And yes, Gordon Damer. It sure was good to see Jalen Brunson back on the floor tonight. Man, it was good to see him. Yeah, uh, they, he's the guy who uh, he's the he's the driver of the engine. So, uh, and it certainly made a difference. And the way the Knicks are drawn up right now, it's 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 Brunson, it's Randall, and then everybody kind of feeds off that from the offensive end. And uh, having him back made a, a world of difference. No question about it. Really did. Let's see what you have to say about the game. 1-800-919-3776. Spike is in St. Pete. What's up, Spike? Hey, boys. That was uh, pretty much a scripted win. Houston had a six-game road trip where they uh, played Miami, Philly, and Boston. And this was the last game. So you figure by the second half. And I told you before the game, Tony Brothers will let him play, Larry. You know, and uh, it worked uh, worked our advantage. We must have killed them off the boards. And and, uh, I don't know, did Ananobi come out again tonight? He had 40-something minutes by my eye. and uh, Uh, 43, he came out. What was he? He had a great line. He had three or four steals. He he just had one of his games, right? Uh, He had uh, 15 points, five rebounds, four steals, one block, and one turnover, plus 24 on the night. That's why you got him. That's yep. why you got him. Absolutely. He's consistent, and uh, 
listen, this is a Houston won 22 games last year. In the beginning of the year, they were my key over bet because they moved them up to 31. I got it on, and uh, they've won, I think, 20 already or 21. I mean, I just think with the new coach, right, with the new coach and with Van Fleet and with Brooks and, and this Turkish kid in the middle, I mean, he was pretty tired tonight, but uh, he's their best scorer. So they're going to they're gonna be uh, on the borderline in the West. But it was a win. Let's see what they do tomorrow night. I guess the bench will get some minutes against the Wizards. And uh, this is the template, I guess. Let uh, Randall and Brunson get the 50, 55 points. And uh, look, uh, what's his name? Hart was terrific tonight off the bench. Absolutely. So, so if you clobber them off the boards and beat them by, they must have beat them by double digits off the boards, and then you yep. win the game. You make your free throws. So I'll take it. And uh, tomorrow night's another night, boys. Go enjoy it. All right, Spike. Thanks for the phone call, Gordon. I'm going to ask you: um, Would you play? Would you play Brunson tomorrow night? Well, I'm assuming the fact that he's back is he's over it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that he is, but. Yeah. I mean, 37 uh, minutes I, tonight. Right. Am I, now, I, you know. I, I would like to think that we don't necessarily have to play him 37 minutes. Like, lately, we've seen games where even Tibbs is saying, you know what, we can, we can dial it back. Guys don't have to play fourth quarters. Mm-hmm. So if that's the, the situation that they find themselves in, I know Tibbs is not going to agree to that ahead of time. Because, oh, please, absolutely not. But you would like to think with w- the way the Wizards have played and where they're at that, this is one where they'll take it serious. If they know early on, hey, let's get let's get a nice double digit thing working here and get mm-hmm. into the into the, the the high teens and the maybe the twenties and fourth quarter, we can all see guys sit out. You'd like to think that they could shield them that way and get them a little extra rest. I would love to see uh, Miles McBride get more than eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. Gordon off that bench, but once again he had a couple of turnovers. Yeah, and you could see that Tim's mm-hmm. like, oh no, nah. sat him right down. So hopefully he can stabilize himself and and look against the see because here here's what he has to understand is that teams are going to pressure him as soon as he gets on the floor. So he's going to have to either pick up the tempo or look to have somebody else move the ball to or help him bring it up and whatnot or push the basketball, Gordon. He's, he has gotten into the situation where he's kind of dribbling a lot and he needs to move the ball and st- move the ball through the pass instead of dribbling so much. He's, it's almost like he's thinking he's quickly, that quickly will always dribble and dribble mm-hmm. and dribble. He's not quickly. So he's got to move it. He'll get it back because he's the point guard. He, he'll get it back, but he needs to not dribble so much, and he's got to look for other people. I mean, tonight you only have one assist. The other night, last game, he had no assist. So, you know, if he doesn't move the ball, he's not going to play. And if he's not going to play, you know, Gordon, he, he's auditioning for this spot. Now, they you know, they gave him the contract and everything, but he could see his minutes be cut back if they make a move to get somebody else to uh, help that bench. Yeah, Tibbs is like uh, me flipping around the channels late at night. It, 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 it doesn't take a lot for me to flip the channel, right? Like if I'm not entertained in that, in, in that if, I, if I don't find what I'm looking for in that moment, I'm flipping the channel, yes. that's, that's, that's Tibbs. If, if he doesn't like what he sees, even if it's 10 minutes or whatever it was, 11 minutes tonight, he's, mm-hmm. he's going to change the channel. Quickly. No quickly, yes. Not Emmanuel quickly. No. Just, no just quickly. Yeah. Bruce is in Flushing. Hey, Bruce, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. Um, Larry, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the DeBusha trade. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when DeBusha came, 
the whole team was like a different team. Reed went to center. The Butcher was power forward. And the whole team improved defensively. And it, it fit like a glove. Now, obviously, OG is not as talented as the Butcher. But you see how the OG trade is affecting this team the way the same way the DeBusha trade affected this team. This team is completely better offensively. This team is completely better defensively. Plus the fact with Hardestine in there, I think this team is quicker. Hardestine is a better passer um, than than the center who's injured. And I think and I think all this team needs is another shooting guard and and drop maybe Dante to the bench, the, you know, to the second squad. And I don't see no reason why this team can't give a run for the championship. You put a shoot on this team, and, and this team, I think, is a legitimate threat. You don't need to make the big trade to get the superstar. I mean, if you get it, fine. But without it, and you get that next shooter, I think this team is a legitimate threat. Your comments. Well, Bruce, thanks for the phone call, my friend. Always good hearing from you. Um, depending on who that guard is, that would stretch them, Bruce Gordon, to get to a spot where they could, you could say, you know what, they could, a couple of ways, depending on who they face, a couple of opportunities could get them to the Eastern Conference Finals. But it, it has, we have to see who that player is. Yeah. A and B, Gordon, for me, you know, I, I, and it's really unfair, but it's the way it is. I, I need to see what kind of postseason Julius Randle's having because that's an important part of this puzzle, too. He's got to be able, because teams are going to try to take away Jalen Brunson. Of course. He's got to be able to be not the guy we saw against Orlando, but closer to the guy that we saw tonight. 11 of 19 is not bad. He was kind of efficient. Uh, he was four of eight from three, which is not bad. But that that's what I need to see, that he's going to be able that he's not going to turn the basketball over because he did almost turn it over a couple of times tonight again, getting in that situation where he wants to dribble and dribble and dribble and pass, leave his feet passing and all this other stuff. So if he can improve his game, cut down on the turnovers, uh, that would help this team out a lot. That is the the big worry if you're a Knicks fan when you get yep. into the postseason. There might not be of the, of the teams that are playoff teams. There might not be a team that has a, an easier path to destroying them. That just simply make it about Julius Randle handling the ball. Take do what you have to do. Throw as many bodies as you have to do to get the ball out of Brunson's hand and put it into Randle's hand. And we've seen he's kind of self destructed. Yeah. Now, it's not a great sample size. It's only two years that, that it's happened, but two years, the po- two, two different postseasons. We saw it was exactly the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, once again, last year you had the, the injury. So that, you know, you, but you could blame it on away. that. You could but unfortunately, it looked that. a lot like the first time. Unfortunately, it did. Unfortunately, it did. Because once again, it's, and part of it is him. And, Gordon, part of it is a lack of adjustment with the coaching staff. You know what they're going to do. Okay, you watch video. You know when he gets the ball, they're going to send a double team, and they're going to try to poke the ball away. And then he gets frustrated, and then he tries to shoot, and then now the shot selection's not the same. 
and now you've got issues. So, you know, for me, it's it's him. And, and once again, look, every player's got flaws in the NBA. There's no perfect player. LeBron's close, but there's no perfect player. All right, so everybody's got flaws. But, you know, you try to coach – you try to coach so that you give him some options so he won't be in that position again. Gordon, that's that's what that's what good coaches do. And Tim's well, is a good coach. Yeah, this and they they've kind of put that now. It's almost like getting when you have a rotation and, and the, the your ace is actually a two and, and your your second guy is your is really a three. It mm-hmm. feels like the OG trade has kind of put everybody kind of in their in their rightful place, yes. and, and it allows the offense to flow. The spacing is better, mm-hmm. so hopefully that will will make things easier, and it and and there won't be such a logjam in the paint or a battle to see who's getting shots and who's who's getting the ball more often and stuff like that. So maybe it'll flow a little bit better. But mm-hmm. until Julius Randle proves in the playoffs that he can handle the pressure, yeah, teams are going to expect him to crumble. And the one thing, and Bruce is right, and Spike is right as well. The one thing that OG has done is he spread the floor out for the team. Yes, right. All right, too, because he's in the corner. He mm-hmm. spread the floor out. Now you see Brunson's able to go, and and Randall's been able to go to the basketball without a lot of clutter in the way. And of course, that's because also because Mitchell Robinson is hurt because he would normally be in the painted area too, where you know Hardenstein is is okay. He doesn't mind being away from the basket. So it just it 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 just you're right, Gordon. It just fit perfectly to what what they need to do, and so that's why they're what seven and two since uh, OG has been here, and you know just want them to keep on doing what they're doing. And they better be eight and two. Let's put it that way. Yeah, tomorrow night's a big game. You really you and want these be- two. They better handle business. You want these two. You need these two. You definitely do. James is in Connecticut. What's up, James? Hey, what's going on? I was I was thinking Caldwell Pope would be a nice piece to add, not like a. A superstar, but a veteran, three-point shot, good defense, and then also for the Yankees, uh, some added some depth to the infield. Being that they took Strobin, we had beef with with the Yankees. They took a chance on him. What about Tim Anderson? He he seems willing to play second or short. You know, give him a prove it deal. Maybe he turns back to All Star caliber. Well, I think the Yankees are kind of done spending. I mean, they might add another relief pitcher here or two, but I don't think that they're making any big expenditures, and I don't think Tim Anderson really fits. I mean, they got their shortstop. Uh, kind of thought going into the offseason there was a possibility that Glaber could be moved, but mm-hmm. as each day goes by and he hasn't been moved, I have to assume that he is going to be here, so it mm-hmm. doesn't really seem like there's a, a spot to play him. Thanks for the phone call. And as far as the Knicks are concerned, Denver's not letting Caldwell play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I love him. Think, I would think that if anything, Denver's looking to to add pieces, yeah. not subtract pieces. He's not. Go, they're not going to let him go. He fits buyers, not what sellers. they want to do. Absolutely, yeah. he is perfect for what they want. They they love him there, and he does a nice job. He is. He actually fits better there, short sample size, Gordon, than he did mm-hmm. in, with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really he really just looks much much more relaxed he just he has a role there and he had a role with the lakers too but he just seems it's just like a totally different guy since he's been with denver and that's because you know it's it's when when you win gordon everything looks good everything looks better right <laughs> i wouldn't know for my teams lately but um so i hear larry so i hear yeah. 
This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I have a question for you. All right. Hopefully I have an answer for you. You have always, I've always been uh, fascinated by you and your logic. You are a very logical guy. (laughs) So you you have to help me through this, Gordon. Okay. All right. I was um, recently... uh, as the weather has dropped, I was pricing airfares. Okay. <laughs> Trying to find some warm weather somewhere. Sure. And Gordon, there are, and I'm not going to name the airlines because they're not buying time. You want you want us to name you? Buy time. But Gordon, there's a couple of airlines that charge you and then charge you for seats. So I'm trying to figure out, seats are separate. So I'm trying to figure out. So what are they charging you for the first time? Exactly. I'm trying to figure out. What am I supposed to do? Stand on the plane? Is this like a personal seat? seat? Look, at the end of the day, they're just big buses in the sky. We should just get a a system now where you just stand the entire flight. You get the little bar to hold on to Mm -hmm. or a little strap to hold on to. Yep. And you take your life in your hands. (laughs) That's what it's about. They're not even bolting the walls on anymore. I mean, the whole thing's falling apart. I mean, how is it that you know? What well, am I so buying? what is what is the what is the original fee? Is it the fee is? It's hard to explain, Gordon, because there's all these different packages and stuff now, which uh-huh. is the other thing. But the fee is okay. This allows you to get on the plane, <laughs> and I then that's now what we my need ticket to get for. And, and now you have to buy a seat. I had to buy a seat. They want you to so buy a seat. So you have to a buy a, a, a boarding pass first? You have to buy – the seat is separate. <laughs> that doesn't seem to make any sense. It doesn't. What the hell's going on out here? That's right. You it's know, my wife thing. does all that stuff. Uh-huh. So well, I'm, well, I'm, can I'm, you ask her? I am like – this is this, – this is my – Above your pay grade? people the wrong way. I'm like a 1950s housewife. I show up at the airport. I got my magazine. I don't know what airline we're flying. I don't know what <laughs> gate we're at. I, I I don't know. I'm all flustered at the at the security, taking my shoes off. What 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 keep, what do you keep on? What do you, it's always changing. Every it changes you ever all go the there? Time. It is always. It doesn't it matter. Changes all the time. When you fly from say Newark to wherever, mm-hmm. but then when you get you're coming home from wherever, their rules are different than the first rules. That's right. You, yep. you keep your belt on, you take your belt off. You keep your shoes on, get your shoes off. You know to take your shoes. They love to fluster you. So I don't do. really I'm I'm out of that game. I don't I show up at the airport. I asked my wife one time, uh, who are we flying? Continental. She's like, "Gordon, Continental is not even in business anymore." Wow. So that's how out of the uh, out of the loop I am. Yes. They are united. They are united now. <laughs> No, we're getting on United. All right. That sounds like fun. I am completely lost at the airport. I don't know. My wife does that. She's like my handler. She she orders the car. She orders the tickets. She tells me when we're going. I forget. She tells me again. I forget again. The third time I put it in my phone, I tell John Winthrop, hey, I'm not going to be here those days. Her and Jeanette are just, they're invaluable. She's she's a saint. What what, what would we do without our wives? What would we do? I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't go on vacation. I know that much. Nah, I wouldn't be sure. at the airport. Yeah, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, She's got it, all the boarding passes on her phone. She oh, doesn't do the, the paper anymore. She oh. she checks everybody in at the at the at the gate. 
Uh-huh. She shows everything. I'm just I'm just there along for the ride, Larry. You're just the bag you're just the right. baggage guy. I'm I'm a ba- the baggage. That's what I handle, Larry. You're the when the baggage, baggage guy. comes down. Hold up. Stand back. Dad's getting the bags. <laughs> don't worry. You don't you worry your pretty little head, sweetie. I'll take care of these bags and I'll roll them to the car. I got this. Just tell me where the car is because I forgot where that is too. <laughs> oh. By the way, as a personal service message from Gordon and I, Valentine's Day is coming. Yes. Get your cards now. And Gordon, tell them. Yeah. This is this is my thing that I do. And now I've been married, I think, 18 years, 18 years, 19 years, 18 years, mm-hmm. 19 years this year. Mm-hmm. When you go and get your Valentine's Day card, stay in the aisle for yes. a couple of minutes. Get a yes. birthday card. Yep. Get an anniversary card. Yep. Pick up, uh, pick up a blank. You, yeah. you can always use a blank. Trust you're me. You're going to need it. You're going to need it at <laughs> some gonna point. You're going to need it. <laughs> you're going to need it at some point. Get all your cards at one shot, and then you have yes. them. So then when you forget later on, you say, oh, no, no, I got the card upstairs. And then you fill it out quickly. You lick the back of the envelope fast, and you stick it on there. and Done. It's the thought that counts. Absolutely. Get all your cards on the one day. It's the gift that keeps giving. And you, and you don't I don't have, have many. I don't have many good pieces of advice. That's one piece of advice that's good. And I came up with that myself. Yeah. Nobody told me that. No, we, we learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> we do. We learn... From our mistakes. Anthony's in Jersey. Anthony's next on 98.7 ESPN. Hello? Hey, Anthony. Anthony. What's going on, man? Hey, how are you? I'm in Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Long Island. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I just, first of all, I love you guys. You guys are the best. After the Nick games, you guys are the best. But um, diehard Nick fan. Um, Good to see Jalen Brunson bounce back today. Um, Him and and, uh, Randall um, and Anobi. I'm, I'm happy with the team. I know there's more coming, but I also want to comment on what Gordon just said about the airport. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't even know how – I've been married – this February 24th, I believe, I'll be married 28 years. I don't know how to book a flight myself. <laughs> even when I go away alone, my wife books the flight. Of course. Why would, she's so good at it, Anthony. Why would you take she, it back she, from her? She's she good. She's got a natural talent. Wait, when our son was younger, all I did was hold the bags and hold my son while she did everything in the airport. So go. I fully understand, and I definitely, right. I'm, I'm definitely the bag man too. Love you guys. I'll hang all up right, and Anthony. listen. All right, Anthony. Well, look, yeah, everybody the wants to be equal world. nowadays, so uh, this is this is this is how it works out. You know, it's it's funny the equal rights thing that didn't uh, didn't pertain to the snow shoveling or the cleaning off of the cars. No, that, no, that's no, still one of those no. things that's uh, in the in the in the ice age. But but here here's here's what we understand. Mm-hmm. If it ain't broke, right? Don't fix it. She's the technology person. She does things with her phone, Larry. She got an app for this thing and an app for that thing. Mm-hmm. She got apps for everything. Yeah. So why would I? Why, well, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Why would I? Don't have to feel the. I'm not insecure that I have to feel the need to take over. Oh no, I'll do. No, no, no. You're good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm Handle good at it. things. Yeah. I take out the trash. Mm-hmm. She pays every bill. Yes. I will vacuum the house. Mm-hmm. She will take care of all travel arrangements. You fold the recyclables. I'll take, I take care of every box that goes in that garage, Larry. I'm like a ninja breaking those boxes up. 
<laughs> I got those boxes. I re- that that tape that comes on the bottom of the Amazon, which is amazing tape. It is. It comes off easy, but yep. it stays on the box really well. Yep. It's amazing what billions of dollars poured into it will do for you. <laughs> Bezos, he just has so much He's money. He's like, oh, I'll just buy these 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 fledgling sports networks. Ah, throw them on the app. Yeah. Who cares? What am I going to do? I can't take it with me. No, absolutely. Why wouldn't I? You know, uh-huh. I'm doing a service. Yeah. The, the regional sports networks, what are these fans going to do? I'll take them on. What a, what a guy. Uh, he's the best. Guy. He's the best. He's, he's the best. I Not wish Costco would get into it, too. I love Costco, too. I go there, yeah. walk around. It's like Disneyland for me. Oh, they got the chick. The chickens are in, sweetie. The chickens are in. We got to get some of this chicken. They, they kill us. That, billions of chickens in that oh, place. Oh, they do. And oh my all, God! And you, and you watch them just rotate over there. Oh, right? they, they can't get, and they can't, they can't put them on the shelves fast enough. <laughs> they can't get them out. They they're rotating them. They're putting them in the thing, and they're put people. It, it's like it's like uh, people haven't eaten for days. They're running. They're getting the thing. You try to get that plastic. You can never separate that plastic to no. stick the chicken in there. Uh huh. Give me that chicken. Oh, it's it's, it's good chicken. It's five dollars. How can you go wrong? You can't. I don't think you could buy it a live chicken for five dollars. <laughs> they plucked it all. They cooked it up. It's delicious. And then, as your kids will attest, yeah, the cookies are outstanding. Oh, the cookies! You go through that cookie aisle. Oh my god! As big as your head. You <laughs> delicious. The big thick one. They're now selling ones at the food court. They got like a double chunk cookie there. I haven't oh. tried those ones yet. Oh, those are outstanding. But my wa- see, because my wife has the Instacart. She's got that on the phone. So if we don't feel like going to the Costco, she's got the Instacart. They go to. Why would oh. I take that away from her? She's got all these apps. She's like Thanos with these apps. She's got all of them lined up. <laughs> We're lucky, Gordon. <sighs> I'm lucky. I, I lucked out. I don't know what I did. See, this is because you were a Dolphins fan. Maybe. Uh, yeah, oh, no. I'm lucky. In lo- all Like, if you had the categories for where, where you get things, yes. all my categories. Lucky in love, a thousand yeah. percent. All, nice. the, all the things, a hundred on there. Nice. Sports teams, eh, not so zero. We have nothing left no, over. No, Sorry, zero. we're all out of luck. Yankees, not zero. I do have the Yankees, although the Yankees, the Yankees are no longer the Yankees. Well, but they, they, they're showing some signs. Mm. They're showing some signs. I mean, for them to get solo, that's a sign. They're, they're you know. They're they're shaking it off. They're trying to remember what it was like. <laughs> That's what they're doing. It would be nice. They're trying It'd to remember nice. what it was we, like. Hey, listen. <laughs> I don't have soda. That's true. I am still basking in the fact that Starling Marte has been <laughs> outstanding in Winter League. <laughs> outstanding. Gordon. He's gonna be he's gonna be my right fielder the way he's going in Winter League. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope I hope winter doesn't end in the winter league. He so he can just continue like, to go like, like Ponce de Leon back in the day. He oh, found the fountain of youth. Absolutely, and now he is. He's ready to go. I mean, ready to go. Anytime you hear about a guy in the off season who's hurt generally a lot, but he's now in the best shape of his life. When you get into the season, that still remains to be the case. He That's still right. will. He will not get hurt anymore because we all know how that works. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. I got to see it to believe it.
This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, Joe and I are sitting here watching uh, the Nets. And Mikel Bridges just hurt his ankle. He's now on the bike. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. And that's the last thing they need. And we're just looking. And in Portland, let me just say this, Gordon. Portland, they're awful. I mean, they're awful. Damian Lillard's got to be like, thank God I'm not there anymore. I mean, they don't pass the ball well. They pass. They don't rebound. Uh, this is, oh, I, I just don't understand what happened to this Nets team. Gordon, I, I was talking about, I was singing Jacques Brown's praises like about a month ago. What a job he's done with this team. They've had a bunch of injuries. Everything has mm-hmm. slowed down. And look yeah. at them. They're, they're fighting. They're in every game. You know they're. They have talent shortages around, but they're in it. They're fighting. They're doing things. They're one of the top rebounding teams in the league and whatnot. And you're just like, and then they, they don't win. They they and the Trail Blazers have both lost 8 of 10. And the Nets are better than the Blazers. They're a better team. They should not. This team should not have lost 8 of 10 games. Should not. Yeah, the Nets have uh, three wins anytime lately, and two of them came against Detroit. It's not good. That's not good. It's not good at all. I mean, I just I don't understand what's going on. I mean, they're in this game; they're up by one. But I mean, you know, this is like this is one that you're you're kind of they gotta win this game. You're, you're not gonna be just up by one. You gotta you, you're better than them. You should win this game. You they you, I mean you lost to them before. I mean you get, in your building. You need to come out and you know show something. I'm just I'm I'm really yeah. If you're not winning this game, what games are you winning anytime yeah, soon? I don't. I don't uh, I, uh, they still got two games left on the road trip, then they play the Knicks. Now they play that, Minnesota. Sweet. Oh, that's going to be tough. And now, not knowing what the condition of Mikael Bridges is, that's going to make it even tougher. It's going to make it even tougher. Well, they'll be in the lottery. They have their lottery pick, right? Oh, no, that's right. They don't no, have their they lottery do. pick. No, they do not. No. Ooh. That's, no, they do not. that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, they have that great culture to rely on. I heard all about that great culture. That's such a great culture. Yeah, but, um, you know. It's, it's, it's funny just, how the culture goes away when the winds go away. It, it's really, I mean, for them to have gone for it twice with big free agent deals, Gordon, mm-hmm. for them to go with uh, Pierce and Garnett, mm-hmm. and then that not turn out well, and then to do it again with, you know, Harden and Kyrie KD, and yep. KD, and that not turn out well, and then much to Joe's chagrin, just the the idea that Ben Simmons is shooting around knowing he's not going to play. Does he play another game for them this year, do you think? I don't see it. I don't it's kind of hard to have any confidence that he will. I don't see it. I mean, they've been ramping him up for two years. <laughs> That's amazing. Every time, every time he, he's ramping up, he's ramping up. For what? What? When is he? When is he gonna take off? He's ramping up. I mean, and, and now you, now you're like, is it? Is it mental? Is it physical? You know what is actually going? Does is it a confidence thing that he knows he can't be the player he was? I mean, and he has another year after this year. I know forty million dollars next year. He's making thirty-seven eight this year. And he's making forty next year. He is twenty-seven percent of their cap. He's killing him. Killing him. He's not playing, and they can't get rid of the salary. Oh, my God. What a what a disaster. I mean. Uh... And, you know, it seemed like that the Nets with Bridges 
and you know Cam a couple Johnson. of the yeah a couple of the other players they had there. Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe maybe Flaxen. they maybe they've maybe they've hit something. Maybe they can yeah. not that they're going to be what they were, but they could put something together and and, and maybe they could be a play in team. Yeah, exactly. You know, Cam it Thomas it does the, the Spencer Dinwiddie go back to mm-hmm. to the Spencer Dinwiddie when Kenny Atkinson was there when they were. You know, with D'Angelo Russell and Karis LeVert and everybody was we're all talking about how great that team was. Oh, they're building something, they play for each other. That was an entertaining Nets team, Gordon. Well, the good thing for the Nets is they really can't play themselves out of the play in. Right. Contention at least. Because right. they're right now eleven. They're a half game behind the Hawks, and mm-hmm. the next team below them is the Raptors, who've now traded away the two main pieces. So you'd figure they're probably not going to be contending. And then after that, it's the Hornets and the Wizards and the Pistons. So you really yeah. they can't play themselves. They, ha- they still haven't played themselves out with three wins in a month. They still haven't played themselves out of the play-in, but it does not seem like things are trending in the right direction. If you're more so Emmanuel Quickly than R.J. Barrett, if you're Emmanuel Quickly and you're looking around at what they're doing up in Toronto, are you like, do I really want to sign here? Are you looking to like? Hopefully, somebody else will. Well, hopefully, somebody else will sign me. Uh, you know, because they, they're, they're starting over. They're clearly yeah. starting over. Mm-hmm. Well, I would think that they want to. They have RJ, so he's going to be part of whatever they're they're yeah, doing. They the I, don't, Scotty, I don't know what they're. Barnes is also up there. Yeah, I don't know what they're in twenty twenty four. They have a second-round pick. Now, they got stuff today from the Pacers, so I think mm-hmm. they got a pick there for this yeah. year. Did they get two picks for this year? He, yeah, there? for this year. And then they got one for two pick. years from now. Right. Um, yeah, I guess they're kind of starting over. It's kind of starting over. Mm-hmm. And listen, is that going to be their young backcourt? I get it. You know, I get that. would be their young backcourt. would be, you know, RJ and, and Emmanuel. But the money that he's going to want, Gordon, are they going to spend that money? Are they going to want to spend that money? Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, they don't really have. What else are they going to be spending it on? Yeah, it's true. Is anybody? Is, is there a free agent that's going to Toronto? Given the state of the organization, Not I, right I mean, now. if you're Emmanuel quickly and you want to be a starting point guard, and they're going to pay you like a starting point guard. Yeah, you'll take the money. You'll take the money. But you, you know, uh, I don't see you winning anytime soon. It seems like it's it's. Uh, it's a te- it's it not a teardown, but they're it's going to be a while. They're revamping. Yes, <laughs> no St- please stand that. by. <laughs> we got some work to do. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. We got some work to do. So uh, it's going to be curious to see how that turns out. You know, once again for RJ, he's from there, so you know it's good. He's he's back home. He's you know he's back home. He's playing the guard position, so he's not playing the small forward. So he's in you know he's at at his natural position. So that's going to make him a little better, a little more efficient, you think. And, you know, he's not in New York, but he's home. So that there's a different type of pressure. But, I mean, there's nothing, there's, nobody expects anything from that team. Yeah, I, and I have not really been watching the, the Raptors games. But I, I checked the highlight, I checked the, the box scores, and, mm-hmm. and Quick's still putting up numbers. So. He is. He is. You know, he's, he's a talented guy, talented player. You know, and he let's face it, he wasn't going to get paid that amount of money here. That ship had sailed. Yeah, he wasn't going to get paid that amount of money here because they're not. They, he's a reserve for them. 
and you don't pay a reserve like you pay, you know, a starting guy. They weren't going to pay him like that. So at least they got something for him without him walking away, you know, with virtually nothing. Clearly, they wouldn't have got if they had let him go. They wouldn't have gotten a player like OG. No, if he, you know, that. So you know, once again, you got to give up to get. The other person I'm looking at on here, Gordon, is I've been looking at Brogdon, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's a starter here. He, yeah, he's a nice player. As you know, you know what you're going to get from him. Okay, you know what you're going to get: solid defense. Uh, he, you know, a smart veteran. Can can give you some offense. Um. But, you know, once again, my biggest fear is I'm going to give up folks for a guy that, you know, is has trouble being available. And if I'm going for this playoff push and I'm trying to get there and I'm trying to get these guys down the, you know, down the road, I want him available. I want a guy that I can trust. And I, you know, right now I can't trust him. So I got some concerns. But, you know, that's just me. Going well, to jumping with, up and down with, again. With Tibbs, uh, trust is a big thing. Huge. You got to be. You got to be in the circle of trust. Huge. And for Brogdon, he plays the defense. They'll trust. Him. He'll trust them. Mm-hmm. If I got to I'll find. I'll find offense somewhere. Listen, if I'll, I'll pull Randall back in the game. Just make sure you. Don't, just make sure you play the defense. <laughs> I'll find some. I'll find some offense from somewhere. Just please stop the guys. Stop them. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. People, we're doing it again. It is the ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza 5. Ooh. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance to win one of 10 Super Box prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening mornings to DPH and Rothenberg, afternoons yes. to Barton Hahn and the Michael K Show. This year's big game payouts, 500 in the first and third quarters, 1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of two grand. It's mm, all brought nice. to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. Hardest thing in Damer for the next couple of minutes till midnight here on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, uh, Jeremy Fowler has a report about Belichick and the Falcons. Now, I I, I got to say, I understand that he said that he wasn't going to do anything AFC out of deference to Robert Kraft and, mm-hmm. and the, the Pats. Mm-hmm. But I think there's better jobs than Atlanta for him, Gordon. I, I don't see... I mean, Atlanta, is he going to get his win? Is he going to get that record with Atlanta? I mean, I just, the quarterback situation there is not great. It's improving. It's not great. No, I don't think they have a quarterback. You know, I know it's the NFC South. Mm -hmm. So I know that, you know, you got a shot to win that. You know, it's not really, they're all trying to scramble to get, you know, back to a mediocrity. (laughs) So... Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's other high profile. I just think there's other high profile spots. Then I mean, Gordon, I, I once again they don't have a quarterback either. But Gordon, I think Washington's in a little better spot than Atlanta. Well, no, I see. To me, Washington is starting. They're starting from scratch. 
they don't. I, I don't really think that they have much. Maybe they have stuff on defense, but and mm-hmm. I guess they do have some pieces on offense. But they've just been so bad for so long, and they don't have a quarterback. They do have the second pick in the draft. But here's the thing: like, do I trust Bill Belichick to pick the next quarterback when the last quarterback he picked is already kind of a washout in Mac Jones? Well, I have to take him at his word where he said he's willing to relinquish, you know, that part of it. If that's the case, um, then. I'm not worried about that. I just need you to coach if, if, if that's the case. What's surprising to me is it doesn't seem like people are falling all over themselves to go hire Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. Because the, char- the Chargers are out because they're in the AFC. Right. The Raiders, they're out because they're in the AFC. I wouldn't expect that they're going to – I would expect that they're going to hire um, – Antonio Pierce, mm-hmm. and that'll be their guy. Panthers, they're not a <laughs> – No, he's not Bill, going there. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think anybody's going there. If you have any other options, you're not going there. So that's out. Yep. Tennessee, it doesn't see – they're AFC, so they're they're not on the list. Yep. And they just – I know he didn't coach with them, but he was one of his former players, so I would think if you don't like what Vrabel brings to the table, I don't think you're going to like Belichick. Mm-hmm. Have the commanders interviewed Belichick as of yet? I don't think, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, so far, really, the only one we know of has been in line. If, if, you're, if you're only limiting yourself to the NFC, it's the Falcons or it's Washington. That's it. That's it. Let's see what Jeremy Fowler has to say in this, in this uh, report. Maybe he's got some other places where we can find some interest for Bill Belichick. You know, I was told that the interest is mutual and it's legitimate. So the Falcons, ever since Belichick was let go by the Patriots, that, you know, they made their interest pretty clear. This is a team that fits the Belichick profile. The belief around the league is that he's looking for talented yet underachieving teams. Atlanta certainly fits that mold. They're their proverbial quarterback away, right? They got most of everything else, and maybe they can get a veteran passer in there and Belichick could move them along. Why would you want a talented under – you're trying – how, aren't you trying to win this, get this record in the next, like, couple of years? Well, it's going to take two years for sure. It's crazy that he's not there already. All the all the years, all the division ties, still 15 yeah. wins away. It's still two years away, 70-whatever years old. It's a long time. Shula's is unbelievable. That's a, that's a lot of wins. <laughs> he was unbelievable. A lot of wins. Longevity. Longevity. Mm-hmm. Give him, you know, that, that's credit. That's a lot. He might, might, he might not get it, Gordon. He might not get it. Wouldn't that be nah, crazy? He'll, he'll stick around long enough. We'll see. He'll come to the Jets. No, that's not happening. Yeah, no, he's going to no. his last couple. He might have to come for the Jets. Gordon, my friend, we'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Harvey, Joe, thank you very much. Conversation continues on ninety-eight-seven ESPN.